Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Enjoy Your Life Blog with your host, Farrah LeRae Wynn. Today um, is an exciting day. It is the very first ever both male and female Christian blogs. So originally I started Enjoy Your Life out as a woman's blog, um, but I had a lot of guys that were saying like they really enjoyed the content, they really wanted to be a part of it, and so I figured why not put them in the mix. And if it doesn't work out, hey, you live and you learn and you move on. But for now, let's welcome the gentlemen. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you for even wanting to be a part. I'm excited. I'm very thankful um, that you've been blessed by what God has given me to say. Um, we've also started a new format with the blog. So instead of doing a blog on Thursdays, a video on Fridays, and a podcast on Saturday, thought it would be cool to incorporate both the blog and the podcast together on Thursdays and then do, um, instead of a video every week, do a vlog. So it's like a day in the life behind the scenes, come along with me type of thing. And I'll post that once a month on my YouTube channel. Um, you can find me at Farrah LeRae Wynn or go on the website, FarrahLeRayWynn.com and find the YouTube link and get subscribed to that. Um, in other news, um, I am, I now have a show called The Laray Show that can be found on the Win Network. And you can go to winnetwork.com and check that out. If you're not already following the page, go ahead and follow, um, The Laray Show on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, that page will constantly be talking about like the new episodes of the show and things like that. And because of that show, that's really why I, I don't want to do the blog or the vlogs, um, weekly like sitting down with the Bible studies and talking about things. I'd rather do like a behind the scenes video, um, like a vlog, um, once a month on YouTube. And then every week, Monday through Friday, um, at 10 30 AM Pacific standard time, you can catch the LaRae show where I'll be sitting down. Um, it's more like a talk show. We'll do Bible studies. We'll, it'll be, um, like question and answers. So there's going to be a question posted on the LaRae shows page on Instagram. And, um, you want to go on there, ask your question or answer the question. And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of discuss it on the show. So definitely check that out. I know that's a lot to take in. Um, but that was just a brief introduction. We're going to go ahead and get into tonight's topic though. Um, we're talking about knowing who you are. Knowing who you are is a very important thing in life. I think a lot of times we allow people to identify us and tell us who we are um, based on the things that we do or things that they, different qualities they see in us that remind them of someone else. And sometimes we allow other people's perception of who we are or other people's um, um, idea of who we need to be. We allow that to determine who we are in our own eyes. But once you become a child of God, well, we're all children of God, but once you say, I proclaim salvation. The Lord is, is the, is the head of my life. I'm, I choose to follow him and that you are a Christian, that you are saved. Once you do that, your identity becomes that of the word of God. Your identity becomes found in the Bible. Um, what, what are some things that you can identify with? Well, first of all, the Bible says that you are the head and not the tail. It says that you are above and not beneath. You are the lender and not the borrower. Borrower. It says that you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. It says that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. It says that God has given you strength and power and authority to speak things into existence. It says that you have life and death in the power of your very tongue. It says that your faith can move mountains. Your faith can bring change to situations. So these are the types of things that the word of God tells us. That's who we are. 
So it's important not to allow other people's mindset to determine who we are. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about knowing who you are. How many of you can honestly say that you know who you are? I want you to take a minute and think about that. Do you really know who you are? I don't mean what someone else says that, oh, you're funny or you're cute or you're stylish or you're, you're goofy or you play too much. I don't want anyone else's perception. I want to know, do you know who you are? Are you an architect by nature? Are you a caregiver? Are you a fighter? Like a warrior? Are you, um, um, a mentally strong person? Who are you? What are some qualities about you that make up who you are? If you don't know, I encourage you to find out who you are. Because there's an old saying um, that I love from when I was a child. I learned it. It says, if you don't stand, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. When you stand for something, it's because you know who you are. It's because you have courage. It's because you have the strength of God. It's because you have an understanding of the, of, of who God has called you to be. Are you the man or woman that God has called you to be at this particular point in your life? You are, first of all, not your situation. You are not the things that you've been through. You are not who you hang around. Although they say you are the sum of the five people you hang around, you're still not those people. You still have your own qualities. You still have your own nature. Those people are who they are. You might adapt um, different qualities from them or um, different things that they say, different lingo, things like that. But at the essence of who you are, you are, you can't be someone else. You can pretend to be, but that takes away your power. God has given you a power and a strength and an authority in who you are. And what the enemy will try to do is discourage you and distract you and cause you to think that you are, are, are one thing when you are an, uh, another. The Bible says that God is an, or, or, I'm sorry. The Bible says that Satan is a, an accuser of the brethren. He will come to accuse you. He will come to tell you, oh, because you made a mistake. Oh, you're a sinner. God doesn't love you. You're not going to heaven. You might as well give it all up or you make a mistake in a, in a friendship. You're not a good friend. That's why nobody likes you. That's why you don't have any friends anyway. Or perhaps you don't do well on a test in school. Yep. You're stupid. You don't, you, you could have aced that, but but you didn't. Why? Because you're dumb. You don't know what you're doing. Or maybe you're at work and, and you learned how to complete a task when, when the person was standing by training you. But then you come to this moment and you're by yourself and you fail at it. And then the enemy tries to plant seeds and tell you, oh, you're a failure. You can't do it. You're not going to succeed here. You're not going to last long. Those are things that the enemy will try to come and tell you and plant those seeds in your heart and in your mind to take you take your mind off of focusing on who God has called you to be. Again, as I stated it before, God says that we are more than conquerors. He says that we are victorious. He says that we are children of God. He says that we have power and authority over all the things of the world. He has given us power. He's given us authority. He has given us strength. So anytime the enemy will try to come and tell you who you are or what you can't do or what you're not capable of, you turn the word of God back on him. That's why it's so important to know the word of God. Because when the enemy will try to come and bring torment, you can speak the word of God. The Bible says, if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. So once you get to a place where you begin to speak the word to combat the enemy and the things that he's trying to tell you, then he'll let, he'll let you alone. Let's say he comes and says, you can't do it. Uh, sorry, Satan. God said that I can do all things through Christ. So boom, in your face, 
back off. And he has to flee because God has given you that authority to speak against him. So when the enemy will try to tell you what you're not and what you can't do and who you're not going to be, you have to turn the word of God back on him and combat him. Tell him that he is a lie. Tell him that he is defeated. He is under your feet. He has no, he, he has no authority, no power, no say in your life. Turn the word of God back on him and tell him what he's not. And, and that if you think about it, the funny thing about Satan, this is just a side note, something I've always thought about. The funny thing about Satan is that he will fight you. If you're on, on the Lord's side and you're running for God and you're trying to do the right things and you proclaim that you are a child of God, if you're on the Lord's side, Satan's going to fight you. He's going to fight you and pull at you, try to get you addicted to something, try to get you out there in the world, try to mess you up and get you dirty and filthy and, 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 and take you away from the things of God. But guess what? Once he gets you out there, he still torments you. Isn't that something? It's not like a basketball team where I'm on the red team and you're on the yellow team and I'm fighting against you, trying to get the ball, trying to make the shots. I know I sound stupid because I don't know sports, but I'm trying to steal the ball and, and make the shots on you and everything like that. But that's because we're on opposite teams. But even when Satan, when you're on his team, he still fights you. So don't think, oh, I'm just going to give in. Oh, the devil's right. Oh, I'm nothing. Oh, I'm I, I'm crazy. I'm stupid. I can't do it. No, he's still going to fight you. He's still going to come against you. He's still going to tell you these things. So at least when you begin to fight against him and tell him what his eternal destination is, like, honestly, when Satan tries to tell you something, you just need to just cut him off. Be like, no, 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 stop. That's why you're damned to hell. Nobody cares. Back off. Like you, you literally have no choice. You know, you as a human being, you have a choice in the matter to either go to heaven or go to hell. And Satan doesn't have a choice. Turn that back on him and rub that in his face. Look, you're trying to come and attack me. You're trying to tell me who I'm not. You're trying to talk against the, the word that God has placed in my life. You're trash. You're literally going to spend your eternity in hell. I still have a chance. God is still dealing with me. God is still working on my heart. God is still doing a work in me. Turn that thing back around on him and tell him who he's not. And that, my friend, is in fact a part of who you are. Because you are a child of God, you have that authority to speak against the enemy. You have that authority to cast him out. You have that authority to tell him what his eternal destination is. And then in turn, remind yourself, I am more than a conqueror. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Begin to speak those things that are not as though they are. I'll never forget as a little girl, when we learned how to get up and testify during our Bible studies during the week, I would get up and say, I first give an honor to God who's ahead of my life, to pastor and first lady, to all the, everyone in their respective places, all the people of God. I thank God for good grades. I thank God that I have straight A's in school. I thank God for blessing me in this area and doing this and doing that and blah, blah, blah. Now, as a little girl, I didn't realize what I was doing. I don't even think I had good grades, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I noticed something. The Lord was working on me even then to be, begin to speak life into my situations. As the, the more I got up and said, I thank God that I have straight A's in school, the more I would begin to see I was really getting straight A's in school. And that might sound silly. It might sound small. It might sound like, hey, yeah, all you got to do is apply yourself. But no, I believe that the Lord was doing a work in me even then at six and seven and eight years old to show me life and death is in the power of your tongue. So begin to speak those things. 
begin to speak. I am healed. I am delivered. I am set free. I am more than a conqueror. I I have the wisdom of God. I hear the father's voice. God is on my side. I will not fail. I am an overcomer. I can complete this task. I can do all things through Christ. Begin to speak those things that are not as though they are. Know who you are. But look at those things that you want to become and begin to speak those things into existence. I hope you got something out of tonight's blog and podcast. I hope that you enjoy this new format. Again, guys, welcome to the club. Thank you for joining. Thank you for wanting to be a part of Enjoy Your Life. There are some amazing things that are getting ready to happen. And I hope that you stay tuned. I hope that you are aware. I hope that you stay woke. <laughs> and I hope that you're subscribed to everything. Go on FairLaraeWynn.com. Get subscribed if you're not subscribed. Um, like the Laray show on Facebook, follow the Laray show on Instagram and make sure you follow me, Farrah Laray Wynn on anything. Okay. I love you so much and God loves you. Remember who you are. Take authority in your life and begin to speak those things that are not as though they are. God bless you.